0: Feed to sound, presented by Banks, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Hey, Colorado, have you ever wanted to get into cannabis but aren't sure how? We've made it simple with our brand new hiring platform, Bankst Gigs, the first and only in the industry.
1: Banks Gigs lets you set your own schedule, pursue your passion, and get paid weekly. You can find gigs in trimming, bud tending, packaging, post-harvest, and more. You'll have the freedom to work on your time with the best companies in cannabis. Here's how it works. All you have to do is access the app at gigs.vangst.app. From there, you'll sign up, create a profile, and browse gigs near you.
0: Many gigs require a med badge. This is an official license in Colorado that allows you to work in the plant-touching side of the industry.
1: On today's episode, we chat with Tarik Khan about how to get a med badge and his tips for job seekers. Not in Colorado? Hang tight. Vangst Gigs is coming soon.
0: Be the first to know. Sign up at Vangst.com slash gigs today.
1: Welcome back to Seed to Sound. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, I've got Tarek O'Conn with us uh, with the MED Badge Network. Um, he's going to explain a little bit of how you can get a badge and get in the cannabis industry. Um, my name is Justin Adams. I'm director of our gigs program, so I handle our contract and temporary folks uh, out there in the Colorado area. So I'll kick it over to you, Tarek. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and how you got started in the industry. Excellent. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Tarek O'Con and I am... I guess the owner and proprietor of MedBadge Help, which is a notary public and record retrieval company that specifically deals with people uh, attaining their support and key badge uh, here in Colorado. The MedBadge stands for the Marijuana Enforcement Division. And that uh, is exclusive to a Colorado statewide uh, application process that allows people to work around products such as cannabis and and all the fun stuff. (laughs) Nice. Now,
1: you you and I have chatted in the past, but how did you get your start in the cannabis industry, or how did you fall into this?
0: So in 2010, I moved back from Mexico to the U.S., and I was having a very difficult time finding work. Um, The economy was not the best as it was. And also coming from a, a, uh, I guess you would say, a gap in the resume, spending five years in Mexico, Mm -hmm. uh, created a few barriers that uh, were were not making it easy finding work or jobs. Um, So I ended up doing basically minimum wage uh, fast food stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, struggling, trying to figure out what to do. And I decided that uh, I should just start some type of company. (laughs) Um, that if uh, people weren't going to give me a job, I should just start my own job. And I created the uh, Cannabis Community Project, which was a a network, a media network of podcasts, Mm -hmm. uh, which were exclusively dealing with uh, owners and people of industry. It was an industry-based podcast where we'd go around and interview and talk to people about how they got started Mm -hmm. in in hopes of inspiring other people to be entrepreneurs or just learn how to get their foot into the business. Mm -hmm. So for the first four years, I uh, created about three podcasts over that network. And uh, had a fun time doing, doing, uh, you know, going out, meeting dispensary owners and businesses and everybody that you would think of is in the industry, not just the um, the, the known people like the dispensary owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, that went for about four years, and then I, I did what was called a pod fade, where I pod faded out. Mm-hmm. I, I came to a <laughs> point where I had. I had spoken to all of the people. I was just kind of starting to repeat who Mm -hmm. I was speaking to. Uh, My sponsors were kind of teetering out at that time. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't going beyond where I had built it. Mm -hmm. And I uh, decided to... adjust my own job search and start looking for other type of work in the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. So I had been peripherally around the industry doing the podcasting. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, why don't I work directly in the industry? Okay. And that's when I discovered you need to be badged and you had to get this thing called a med badge. And there was a process involved and you had to pay money and Mm -hmm. fill out applications And then I realized that if you're like me, where you don't have the best uh, past, Mm -hmm. you have to disclose some criminal records, Mm -hmm. which doesn't necessarily uh, disqualify you from the process, but it's part of the process. So I I went through this application process, and I immediately realized this is a nightmare. This is not not easy for the typical, I just want a job in cannabis. This Mm -hmm. might be great for somebody who's a very studious person mm-hmm. and maybe very administrative, but probably not for the minimum wage person who just wants a job in cannabis. Yeah. So I saw an opportunity that not only was the application itself kind of a not fun process, mm-hmm. but obtaining court records were, were very specific on how the MED office wants them obtained. Mm-hmm. And I have previous background. So prior to the the podcasting, mm-hmm. I had been involved in uh, background checks and background screening for employment okay. purposes, Yeah, uh, working a number of years basically uh, running companies and uh, even governments like the City and County of Denver, mm-hmm. doing uh, you know companies like Cargill, very big food processing companies, mm-hmm. people that are running literally thousands and thousands of applicants a year through, and, and I was basically sitting behind a computer doing background, background screens checks. and background checks for that. Um, so I knew how to obtain court records and I knew how to obtain them from the source that they Mm -hmm. were looking for. So I was able to do it, but I instantly saw that this is going to be something that very few people are going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was talking with a friend and the friend was like, Hey, we should start a business Mm -hmm. where we help people do applications. I said, great. (laughs) I I ran home, I put together a website, I Mm -hmm. punched out a basic outline and two and a half weeks later I never heard from her again and yeah. I was basically stranded <laughs> and I said okay well this concept still holds mm-hmm. so I'll just keep pursuing it on my own so and how many years has that been now I was a little over a year a ago, ago okay but so- it's only been six months since I've actually kind of been Hitting this as a, as a real business prior to that, it was like, it was out there. And when people came through, they came through, I didn't Mm -hmm. actively pursue it as a business. Okay. So
1: let's say that I'm someone that needs help. Okay. I need to get a badge specifically the, the situation you just said. So walk me through what one of your sessions looks like, you know, what, what should people have, what should they be prepared for? And then maybe outline how your
0: service can help them get to that end point of getting the badge. Yes. Well, I I I hope the website does a a good job of of starting the process for mm-hmm. most people. So I would encourage everybody to just start with the website www.medbadgehelp.com. medbadgehelp.com. And my hope is the website will list out the steps, the process, uh, what the general expectations are, and even the costs involved. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you visit the website, the the first thing we do is just determine if you qualify. And right on the website, I have a button that says, uh, you know, click here to see if you qualify. Mm -hmm. It's it's roughly five-some questions, Mm -hmm. um, and they're pretty straightforward questions, and they're kind of big ones. So they're not questions that you walk away going, hey, I wonder if I still qualify. These are big ones, like have you ever been convicted of a drug Felony in mm-hmm. the last few years, things that you would definitely know. Um, if you get through that stage, all you have to do is send me a submit reform to the website with your basic information, mm-hmm. how to contact you. I'll give you a phone call. We'll chat for a few minutes. I'll give you a general outlay of the process, kind of what I just explained now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll ask you a few more questions, make sure you qualify. And then I'll ask you to uh, to simply Fill out your own application, just don't sign it. Um, Mm -hmm. Part of the application process is that it needs to be notarized, and notarized is being in front of the physical notary when you sign your application. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you fill out your application, I'll meet with you at a convenient location like a Starbucks or the Mm Vangst office or uh, some other place that's convenient. Mm -hmm. Typically, 15 minutes depends on how many questions you might have or or what the specifics of your situation are. But Mm -hmm. within about 15, 20 minutes, there's about four or five spots that need to be stamped and notarized and signed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I make sure the application was properly filled out, that things were not smudged, and that Mm -hmm. uh, all the answers are are in the right spot. Mm -hmm. And then answer all the questions you might have about what do I do now? Uh, How do I get my appointment? Uh, Once I get my appointment, what do I expect when I'm at the office, time-wise, money-wise? And then once I actually have my badge, what's the next step? Right. So that's, that's, those are the basics of what I'm wanting to keep mid-badge help at. Okay,
1: so basically you'll, you'll help them get all the correct paperwork aligned, get it submitted, and then they'll go for an appointment um, at the MED where this all kind of gets tidied up and they make a decision
0: on if you can get a badge or not. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And, and the MED office, they make their decisions on site. Mm-hmm. Um, so people don't walk away, you know, wondering, hey, I wonder if I'm going to actually be licensed because mm-hmm. they give you your number and then they mail you your your license in a self-addressed envelope. Mm-hmm. So when they're asking you to fill out a self-addressed envelope, That's kind of the thumbs up that you're getting your badge. They give you your number. And then as soon as you have your number, you can start uh, sending out your resumes. Uh, It takes about three to five days for the mail for the physical badge to come in.
1: That was actually my next question. So let's say what's your average time frame uh, from when someone would contact you, maybe start the process through the website through getting the badge? Like what's an average time frame if there's no hiccups?
0: Best case scenario, like the perfect client, is somebody who has no record disclosure. Mm-hmm. So all they need is just a notary, mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, that person, I. 24 hours. They, okay. they contact me. I call them back. We set up an appointment mm-hmm. that same day, maybe the next day. I meet with them 15, 20 minutes later, their mm-hmm. application is notarized. They can send their email to the MED office that same day. Mm-hmm. MED office, from what I've been hearing from people, they're pretty good about responding fairly nice. quickly within days. Um, most appointments are set within days to maybe a week, depends on the time of year and the mm-hmm. busyness of everything. Uh, I've heard that the Colorado Springs office is very fast and quick in getting mm-hmm. people in and out. Uh, there's only three places, Grand Junction, uh, Colorado Springs, and the Lakewood office. Can you go to any location? You can go or to does not matter location. where you live? It doesn't matter where you live. Um, it's, it's more of a convenience thing where if you live out west, it's more of a convenience to set your appointment with uh, the Grand Junction office. But if you work in Denver, maybe it's more convenient to actually set it for Denver. It for Denver. Uh, there's no restriction okay. based on geographical uh, residency. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, awesome. Well, I think that feedback uh is definitely good for anyone that's listening and and wants to jump in if if you can't quite figure it out, you have a really good resource right here. Well, anything else you like to add? Want to give one last plug? Uh where what website to go, phone numbers, all that good stuff?
0: Visit www.medbadgehelp.com and that's med m e d badge b a d g e help h <laughs> e l p .com. And uh, hopefully most of the questions will be answered from the website and you can contact me directly. We can do notary record search. And then once you're done with that, uh, you're ready for your Vangst job awesome. search.
1: There we go. Well, appreciate you joining us today and thanks for joining Seed to Sound.
0: Thank you very much. Seed to Sound, presented by Vangst, a podcast for cannabis professionals. Produced by Hannah Holmgren and Catherine Jamuro. Music by Tyson Weigel. For more information, visit www.blog.vangst.com. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts and journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.